buttering time up. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Bell to Bell with Bobby Blaze. I'm your host, Professor Jeremy Filmer, and joining us now, Arn Anderson's favorite enhancement talent, Double B, Bobby Blaze. What's happening, Bobby? Hey, man, it's me, Professor. Look at me. It's Bobby Blaze. I'm just sitting there listening to some Sid Vicious My Way. Man, I'm going to turn that off in the background here. Calm down, Sid. Damn. Of course, originally, that's one of the great Frank Sinatra's tunes, man, but so many people have done it that you've heard it. But I'm doing that because we're here today. We're going to promote a big show in the Ashland Tri-State area. It's called My Way. It's an FTC show, and that was just on my mind, man. So that's why I just kind of like, okay, let's get something out there and uh, get in the mood to, to record a good podcast today. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you know My Way was actually written by Paul Anka? And okay. they, they thought he was too young to pull pull that song off, so they gave it to uh, Frank Sinatra. Okay, right yeah. on, right on. Um, and I know several other people have done it as oh, well. I just pulled up Sid Vicious for the fuck of it, you know. Well, no, no, no. It's you know, it's that is a great. I got to bring this movie up again. The the very 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 end of Goodfellas. Has, yes, has that. Yeah. Yes. And it is just a great way to shoot shoot the end of that movie, you know. Yeah. Um, so the show coming up, we got the twelfth. A lot of your students are in this. How you feeling about your guys? Are you feeling like your training's going to help them out? What do you think? Yeah, I think so, man. I mean, um, I think it's like this. Um, you know, I'm I'm a little bit older now. I don't move as good as I used to, but I still got the mind that I can get up by the ring and I can tell you how to do this and show you how to do that. And uh, I think I'd be a real, be doing a real disservice uh, having been trained at the Malenko's and having traveled the world and seeing and being a part of the many different styles that I got to learn, um, that I'd be a disservice that I'm not helping some young person that wants to take part in the world of professional wrestling. And I have a small part to do in seeing that person succeed. And also, I think it'd be a huge disservice to myself as well for my mental health. As you brought up last week, you've noticed a difference in things that I can mm -hmm. get out some now and try to help these people out. So I'm just trying to pay it forward and um, to, to get directly to your uh question there. I do think several of these students are going to do very, very well this week. I'm looking forward to seeing them. Uh, some of them's had a couple matches. Some's had, a, you know, about 10 or 15 matches. But um, again, um, I, I've got every confidence in the world that the students that will be on this show on this professional level would do very, very well. And I've got a couple of students that I've trained many years ago. Um, a young Shane Storm, I met him when he was first 17 years old, put him in his first matches, took him to his first TVs many, many years ago. Uh, and also Psych Ward, believe it or not, um, <laughs> I started training him. I think I, I, have, I haven't told his story. Um, he, he wanted me to train him from the time he was 13 years old. I knew his dad in school. And I said, man, when you get 18, I'll train you. You know, that's all there is to it. And he's growing up, of course. Uh, I see him on TV and this and that. And I'd be damned if I sit here one day and someone knocked on my back door, which is very rare. Um, I went back there, and it was, it was this young guy, Chase Ward, who's now psych ward. And he said, hey, I'm 18. I want to train. And I said, okay. And so I went, and I rented a ring, and I set it up, and I said, let's go. And um, also, I had followed some of his high school football and wrestling career, and he wrestled on the high school team. Uh, he's a bit older than one of my sons. And with that said, um, I trained him to be a professional, so I know he's going to do really, really good. Um, young Juan, a little Mexican boy I've been helping. I think he'll be fine. Uh, Caleb, I've been calling him Throne, uh, Thorn, 
whatever. Um, hell, I caught him, Brendan, for half a year probably. Uh, but I think they'll all do good. I think the show pony uh, versus Sarah Bubble should be a really, really good girls match, you know. Um, and uh, who the hell knows what's going to happen that main event because uh, hopefully later on we're going to hear from uh, uh, Brock's Boulder and hear what he has to say about Jock Sampson. And, um, you know, we'll just see. But the rest of the card is very, very solid. I'm going to read that later on before we go off the air, Jeremy, just so you know. Sure. So I want to kind of prep, prep that just so you know I'll read that later on. But it's going to be awesome, man. I'm, I'm glad to be a part of it. I will be in the back just hanging out. I don't think um, – I'm just going to, you know, be aging a couple matches, chilling out, and, and hopefully enjoying a good professional wrestling show. As you know, I don't even like to know the finishes of the matches that I'm not a part of because I like to watch and enjoy them. And uh, so I'm looking forward to that um, this Saturday, man, uh, the 12th. Yeah. Um, you know, you said something there, and, and if we have to cut this, we have to cut it or whatever. But, uh, Bobby, I got to ask you, because we, you and I often ride the line between kayfabe and not kayfabe so much in the show, that I think we switch back and forth pretty easily. And you just said that when you go to a show, you don't like to know the finishes, but... When you got a show coming up with your students, don't you want to play that as real as you possibly can? Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I totally expect that for the fans that come to this show or if they watch it on Fight TV, um, look, you paid your money. And you go out there and you, the people that paid their money, whether you're sitting in front row or where you're sitting in the top of the balcony there, um, they paid. You go out there and bust your ass and suspend their belief for the next two or three hours while you're on this show. And whether you have a six-minute match or a 60-minute match, you make sure that you put a show on for those people, that you're doing a competition show, that you're trying to win a professional wrestling match. And it's like that line from uh, 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 Vision Quest, man. That six minutes, it's not It's not just six minutes. It's what happens on that mat in six minutes, you know? So that's why I throw out the six-minute reference there. But absolutely, man. I Even if I do know the finish, I want that finish to come off as clean and as precise and as perfect as you can make it. So you're working for one thing. You're not working for your ego. The other person's not working for their ego. They're working for the match and the match is being worked for the fans, and that's what you're working for, that pop at the finish. And if you can get that off, then I'm really, really happy. So even if I do know it, I, I damn sure still want to see a crisp, good, solid finish, man. That's a good question, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, you know, sometimes I forget to follow up questions with you, and then yeah. after we do an interview, I, then I start thinking like, oh, yeah, I forget that I'm here with somebody else and I can ask these questions like on yeah. a weekly basis. And I don't think we ever talked about that, that kind of line that you and I do kind of, we walked a tightrope on that, uh, on our program. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, we found that out when we had uh, Ron Fuller on. He didn't cross the line. No. You know, no, you know and, and I it's... really respect that. I really respect that a lot. You know? Yeah. And I, I, as somebody from outside the business, I try to be very mindful of that, you know, was, yeah. especially when talking to guys like older than us. Yeah. Because they, they don't, you know, like if you were to get a Vern Gagne on, if he were still alive, he wouldn't cross that line. He would be, uh, no, you know, this was a competition and blah, blah, blah. You know? Right. Right. Um, so I just try to be mindful of that when we talk to people that, you know, yeah, yeah you're right. Ron did not, he did not <laughs> yeah. cross that at all. 
Yeah. And I like that. And that's the way I, I like how we do our program. Um, you know, we, we, we teeter on it sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, but we don't sit there and, um, I don't, I've got an idea of a couple matches, what's going to happen this Saturday, but uh, I'm not going to go spew it off or talk about it before it actually happens because I really don't even know. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. But, um, you know, of course I've got an idea. But, again, I, I you know, uh, I'm, I'm super glad that FTC is running this show. I'm super glad that Time Warp is a sponsor. Those, gla- those guys are really busting their ass, um, you know, to put on top quality shows in this tri-state area, uh, something we haven't had for several years. And, uh, you know, they put on that, that Bluegrass WrestleCon. Uh, they're going to have another one again in May. And, I, you know, I, to me, that's just awesome, man, because this is my home area. And um, I'm getting to see some of these young up-and-comers, as we just mentioned. And I'm also, when they bring in talent, they bring in talent from some other parts of the country. And uh, some of these guys I know and I haven't seen them for four or five years or, or, you know, sometimes longer. And I get to see them and talk to them and catch up on old times. And um, I really like what uh, FTC is doing. And again, we'll be um, talking more about uh, what Joe with Time Warp and, and Earl at, um, at uh, Time Warp rather and Joe at FTC. Uh, they're just working and trying to trying to bring the people some quality wrestling to this tri-state area, man. I, I'm really, I'm really glad for that. And I'm thankful that they thought of me uh, enough to uh, say, Hey, you know, you want to, would you like to help in some way? And um, they know what my specialty is. Um, and, um, Again, it just uh, it gives me something to do a couple of days a week. Uh, it gives me something to look forward to. And, and some days, Jeremy, uh, we all have them. Uh, sometimes you're having a bad day. And you, you, I, if I'm having a bad day, man, I just try and turn that into a good day. And then I try to get as many good days in a row as I can, string them together, you know. And then some days, if you're having a good day, I try to turn that into a great day. And uh, that's the excitement is uh, – uh, you know, I don't know what's going to happen on Tuesday at training or Thursday, but but Saturday at the show, you know, I'm hoping that I have a good day and I turn that into a great day. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and if I'm having a bad day mentally, which I've had before, and I've like I said, I've went to different uh, events for FTC in the past, and you know, some I missed a couple shows here and there. I, I because I'd go to the ASW show one month and FTC, and I thought, okay, that's this enough for me once every other month with, with different companies to see different experienced guys, you know, wrestling matches, of course. <clears throat> but my point is um, I try to make those bad days good and those good days great, and that's what I want for the wrestling fans, that, you know, you're out there, you're like, you know, it's February and it's snowing, and you're like, oh, man, I'm getting a little bit down in the dumps, uh, seasonal depression, whatever, whatever excuse you want to make up in the world, just say, but you say, you know what, I'm a wrestling fan, and I heard a wrestling show is coming to this area, and I'm going to get out of this dang gum house, and I'm going to get me a ticket, and I'm watching some professional wrestling. And at, back to what I said earlier, was a two- or three-hour show, you can have your suspense uh, of disbelief suspended man boom and you can get caught up in it and watch uh from uh up and comers to world champions world-class athletes and um uh, see some really good good professional wrestling yeah um man there's there's so much good wrestling out there there's so much just wrestling out there and then there's good stuff mixed in with the bad and it's, it's i'm having a lot of fun kind of digging through Cause like GCW, there's some good shit in there, and then there's some backyard garbage poolside yeah. shit in there. Um, it's just kind of fun to go through and watch, pay attention. I'm back on watching yeah. NWA now too. You know. Yes, I am too. Yeah, I, I'd kind of you know I'd paid for 
the membership. I just didn't use it. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, and now that it's back on YouTube, it's actually easier for me to go and consume some of it. But, yeah, and you know what I found myself doing is I save a show sometimes, and that's what I did yesterday. I saved a show so I could watch two. Yeah. You know, uh, knowing that's going to be my afternoon on a Saturday. Hey, I got a question for you. Since you're watching NWA again, dude, why is Colby Carino so fucking good at his job? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, second generation wrestler, uh, uh, being around a lot of veterans, I imagine in locker rooms growing up. Um, I think the guy is tremendously talented. His Jesus. interviews are just get get stronger. I know he can wrestle, but yeah. his interviews just keep getting promos keep getting stronger and stronger too. To answer that question, I don't know. Just uh, continue to watch him because I think he's going to continue to do nothing but get better. Dude, that you guy know? has just got. Every time I see him, I'm like, that guy is a that guy is a superstar. There, somebody's yeah. going to give him a break somewhere, and it's going to be uh, rocket fuel from that point on. And not to take anything away from Steve Carino, Steve Carino had a great career. Yeah. Colby appears to be standing on his shoulders as far as just natural talent, ability, and and polish go. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's he, he's he, yeah he's pretty incredible, and you know I, I'm hoping for good things from Kerry Morton, but you put the two of them together, and Carino looks like he's already got more time in than he does, and then you can tell with Kerry uh, Morton, like he'll he's going to do just fine, but he needs a little more yeah. polish. Yeah. Yeah. And Kerry's a good, good kid. I've known him since he's about uh, 10 or 11 years old, I think, something like that. We used to run some shows. I, I still, you know, he's. Uh, we had a show in West Virginia, yearly thing we did, and um, uh, Hoot Gibson, Robert Gibson, and myself were the ones that kind of behind the scenes on that. So, of course, rock and roll worked the main events, and, and Kerry would come up there and, um, you know, always be with his dad, like like Ricky did with his dad. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's a third-generation wrestler. And um, I saw Kerry on that show way back uh, when for ASW, and um, the talent's there. And the thing is, though, he's just a good, good person, too. Um, just so respectful and uh, loves the business. And um, there's another guy, you know, going to school, uh, uh, collegiate cheerleader, taking classes, and then also doing professional wrestling. So I think that's that, that's cool that you know, these young kids are multitasking their talents, if you will, and using their brains and their body, you know? Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm having a lot of fun, especially watching some of the younger talent come up. Um, yeah, I, I went and watched some Nick Gage matches. And, you know, there's this thing. I like garbage wrestling, but when a match ends and everybody's either red or just black from the blood, I don't yeah. like to see people actually get hurt. And that's... Yeah, well... Yeah. yeah like Corny yeah. says, you know, for years we're, we're out there performing and trying to, you know, make it look like we're hurting someone and, and, and give it a better better uh, wrestling quality match, wrestling match. Now people are out there not knowing what the fuck they're doing, killing each other. And, and and some of them probably not making much doing it, you know. Oh no! Uh, I'm just you know I know you like your your share of that, and um, I do too to an extent. But Jesus, you know, come yeah. on. Yeah. I, I, I don't I don't watch his matches, but that's just um, my personal. I'll taste. tell you what. It, it yeah. take, you don't have to watch the match. Sometimes watch his intro though. Okay. There is. I think I've seen the end of one of his matches. Uh, I can't remember who it was. Um, uh, it was popular it was on Twitter there, and it was a good pop. I was watching one of my students, and I was like, I don't really want to – I won't mention this person, but I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. you need to see this. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I looked, and I was like, oh, okay. It was a good pop. I watched it three or four times, but I, I didn't want to watch the entire match. So you're saying don't watch the finish. Because I can't remember who he put over. Um, I, I, shit. Uh, 
Matt Cordova, I think it was, uh, Cordona rather, or whatever. I think yeah, that's yeah. who it was. When I, I think that's who that went over in the match. But so you're telling me to watch the entrance. Watch his entrance, man. Okay. Um, there was a thing, and I think I brought it up before watching John Moxley and um, Eddie Kingston come to the ring, and they come out to a song, you know. They come through the crowd. The crowd's cheering. Dude, you watch this guy come to the ring, and it is just one of the most intense things. He comes out to Metallica's whom the bell toll, for whom the bell tolls. Okay. He basically moshes his way through the audience. The audience goes batshit insane. You know, I remember okay. when, the, the, when the Von Erichs used to hit the ring, and this is what it looked like, you know? Oh, wow. That's you know, a huge I mean, That's the fucking Pepsi Challenger, pal. Yeah, I mean. I'll have to watch it now. Yeah, that, that <laughs> kind of that kind of audience participation and love and just yeah. like, holy shit, yeah. it's, it's him. Yeah, I It's just unbelievable. And, it, you know, I'd like to see so much more of that in wrestling, that passion from the fans. I got you. Know. you. Which makes me think about this. I think I'd rather, without watching it, I'm going to, uh, and it sounds to me like he's getting over with that entrance, and I can dig that, man. But I'll say this. Whether you're moshing your way through, coming out of the audience or whatever, I'd rather think about when Yvonne Eriks are hitting a ring, I'd rather think about panties dropping, mm-hmm. getting them female fans back into the arenas. And then when the female fans come, then the guys will come. Like, you know, where's all the blowjobs at? But well, here's it. where they're at, you know. So I'd, I'd really love to see a bunch of females come back to professional wrestling. Uh, so I'm thinking of, like, uh, the Von Eric just come to that ring. And uh, even Ricky Morton come in rock and roll coming to the ring. Uh, you know, the fantastic, all these people come, and people just slinging and flinging themselves at him. You know, all these young girls and getting crazy, and the guys are chasing the girls. You're like, yeah, and it's just a... I don't know, man. Uh, good times. But oh, I'll yeah, definitely yeah. check it out. Look, you know, you know me for three, four years we've been doing this show. I've been complaining about the audience at a wrestling show looking like the geek squad at Best Buy. Gotcha. You know, it's yep. yeah, it's it needs a little more mass appeal. How you get that, I don't know. Here in California, we had it briefly in the sixties and seventies, you know, between LA and San Francisco. Yeah. But it wore off pretty quickly and even that was tenuous at the time, you know. Okay, everybody. So this is future Jeremy and Bobby. We had some issues with this week's episode. Um, I guess you could call this editor Bobby and Jeremy coming back in to uh, talk for a second here. Bobby, how's things? What's going on? Man, I'll tell you how things are. I don't even know why you call me Bobby. I'm going to tell you what you should call me. You should call me Lucky. It's going to be like this damn episode, Jeremy. I'll tell you why you should call me Lucky, okay? Okay, so okay. You know. I was at the horse track the other day. I'm standing, my hair's messed up. I'm missing a button. My shoe's untied, one of them is. And a guy comes up to me in line, get ready to bet. And he says, hey, Bobby. And I said, hey, man, don't call me Bobby. Call me Lucky. And he looks at me and goes, Lucky, man, I've seen you up here last couple of days, and you don't look too lucky to me. I said, well, here's the thing. A few couple of days before that, I said I hit the daily double. That paid pretty good. I said, the next day, I hit the lottery, the lotto pick four. I was like, lucky, man. And he goes, well, I know a lot of people hit the daily double. I know a lot of people hit the pick four. I don't know what's lucky about that. I said, well, because you don't know me. I said, also, you know, we had that snow the other day out here in Kentucky, Jeremy. I mm-hmm. told you about that. Yeah, yeah, I heard and about here's that. here's the thing. I went to my neighbor's house to borrow a snowblower. And he wasn't home, but his wife was. <laughs> and she says, well, come on in here, Bobby. And I said, okay, so we go in and, you know, we sit down and we start talking a little bit. Well, one thing leads to another, okay, just saying. And he's off at work. I'm, you know, just whatever. And uh, like I said, one thing led to another. And next thing I know, 
Son, I get shot right in the ass. And you're assuming, well, Bobby, how are you lucky when a guy comes in and shoots you right in the ass? And I'm going to tell you, Professor, how I'm lucky. If he had showed up five minutes sooner, he would have shot me in the fucking back of the head. <laughs> so I'm lucky. <laughs> Just like this program, be lucky to bridge all this together so we can go from our intro to our interview with Luscious Larry. And with all that said, let me say this. We apologize to Reese to show Pony Ramon. The audio did not come through as good as we expected it to. But she's going to be on my way this coming Saturday, as we mentioned. Um, also, apologies to Brock's Boulder. Uh, the, the interview, it went well. But, um, again, audio just didn't turn out the quality we wanted. So, wrestling fans, <laughs> uh, fans of the Bell to Bell with Bobby Blaze podcast, the professor has put this together the best way he can. Um, so, I hope you enjoyed the the beginning and and whatever's upcoming here because we've got some stuff what, what where am i at professor tell me uh let's see here we just got done talking about nick gage and we are getting ready to roll right into luscious lawrence so yeah we're luscious lawrence how about lucky fucking bobby by god there we go <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying man come on so yeah hmm. so uh whatever whatever i've got going on i bought a bunch of new equipment and I don't yeah. know quite how to use it yet. And I think that is probably what hit us this week. But, Bobby, I also kind of think we built Bell the Bell Tower on an ancient Indian burial ground because we're, <laughs> we were know, fucking haunted I got this some, week. I've got some old equipment. I try to get it to work here once in a while. You know what I'm saying? They're lucky, lucky. But anyway, uh, yeah, um, I, we, we talked about that yesterday when we, uh, when we normally record. Man, it was just like one thing after another, honestly. Yeah. Uh, we did interview people. Uh, we started a podcast, and you couldn't hear me, and I couldn't hear you and then it was like well let's we got that straightened out and then like you said we we we, we interviewed a couple people and the audios went up and down and it, it it was like you said man it was just um it was cursed but we're lucky to get this out today on time for all of our fans you know that's it we yeah actually we should still be on time too so good good to hear good to yeah. hear so, um, uh, all right. So we're going to get roll into Luscious Lawrence. It was a fun interview. I, I hope you guys enjoy hearing him. Then we got a little wrap up and then hopefully by next week, I'll know what I'm doing with this equipment. And we'll be back to sounding <laughs> like we used to. All right, man. Well, look, thanks for bridging us together. Thanks for bringing it to my attention. Um, all of our regular listeners, we appreciate you bearing with us. If you're a new listener, keep, please continue to listen. Uh, we do have fun on this podcast, as you can tell. And uh, I just want to thank everyone. You know, we got a lot of loyal fans out there. Yes. And I, and I thank you very, very much. And, and I know the professor does as well. And uh, so real quickly, find me at BobbyBlaze744 on Twitter. Find Jeremy at the Geekish Cast or on Twitter and on Facebook. Follow the um, Bell to Bell Blaze Um that's on out there as well. And just let us know what you think, man. Good, bad, and different. All we ask is be fair and honest, and hopefully you had a good time listening to our program. Yep. Uh, please rate and review us wherever you find us, and feel free to drop in on us on Twitter and let us know if you have an idea for a show topic um, or maybe even a guest. I get, you know, we're kind of talking about doing more with guests, so, you know, <laughs> let yeah. us know. And with that being said, Bobby, I guess we'll go ahead and we'll roll clip into uh, Luscious Lawrence. Welcome back, fans of the Bell at the Bell with Bobby Blaze Wrestling Podcast. Let me tell you something, man. This next guest 
I'm honored to introduce, by way of Thunder Island, the beautiful beast, the iron line, the unique physique, gingerlicious, Mr. Juicy himself, sweet daddy, luscious Lawrence. Welcome to our program, my friend. Keep going, man. Keep going. I got a lot more names, man. Come on. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going, brother. <laughs> brother, I know you You can talk for yourself. You don't need me talking for you. I told you many years ago, I said, brother, your physique just keeps getting better. Your promos keep getting better, and big things going to happen. And, man, you're making big things happen in your career. I'm so happy for you, man. Oh, man, thank you so much. I appreciate that coming from you. You know, that's that's an honor, sir. Thank but, yeah, you, I'm sir. just enjoying my time in the wrestling business and having fun and trying to grow and build it up as much as I can. Right on, man. Well, you're coming to my area, um, and I know you're the Kentucky heavyweight champion for OVW. Uh, you're coming to FTC right. Saturday, February 12th, and uh, I know the fans in this area are in for a real treat when they see the luscious one. Yeah, I'm excited for this show, man, because I got uh, that fruit booty Scotty Too Hotty, and he's drinking <laughs> uh, Rakishi, that big butt Rakishi, so... It's going to be a battle of the booties, I guess. I don't know what's going on with this thing, but uh, no, it should be a fun show. I'm excited to come in town. Um, I've been coming down there for a long time, FTC. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be a luscious show, man. It's going to be a good time for all the fans. That's right, man. I know uh, I know you've been to Ironton. Um, I think it's your first time in Ashland, if I'm not mistaken. Or did you come? You might have been down here for the uh, one time last summer. I'm not sure if you were on that show or not. Yeah, most of the time uh, they run out of Ironton. Uh, this is the yeah. first time running. Running. Uh, where is it? What's the name of the town? Cattle. Cattle. Uh, uh, we're actually America, somewhere. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Ashland, Kentucky. <laughs> I used to call it the wasteland of America, but that's okay. Yeah, the uh, they shut me. That's sadly, that's shut these factories down. But uh, yeah, you're gonna be. Uh, you're gonna be back in our home state, brother, Kentucky. You know, so uh, you're not right, gonna be able to Ohio. My title. That's right. That's right. That's right, man. Against Big Rakishi or against uh, Scotty Tiotti with Rakishi. That'll be interesting, man. That'll be interesting. And um, I know you're going to bring a lot of females when you start that mirror, mirror on the wall. You know what's going to happen. Oh, These girls man. out here, you, you they're going to panty drop for you, brother. They're going to panty drop for you. You know, all the luscious ladies are going to be blowing kisses, throwing up the hearts, trying to swivel their hips to get my attention. <laughs> but you know, I got I got love for all of them, even the big girls too. You know, shout out to the big girls. I know they need love, and I, I got plenty of to go around. So, oh yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I don't discriminate myself, brother. <laughs> yeah, man. The I don't, the I don't like, you know, I like the... to lift weights. You know, I like I like to move around that weight. So no, no problem yep. there. Right on, man. That's it. Don't miss out on you know a lot of fun right there. So. Well, you, know, for, you got anything well, yeah, I was going to say, for, for those of us, like, you know, in, in the rest of the country and not over there in the tri-state area, uh, let's just want you give us a quick background. What's your, what's your background in wrestling? Where'd you come from? You know, what's your style? Gotcha. Uh, so I trained with Ricky Morton, started off at the School of Morton out in uh, Tennessee, uh, trained with him for about two years, and then I did the OVW Combine, which... Uh, I was placed in the top five for that, and I got I received a scholarship for OVW. So that's when I moved uh, to Kentucky and started training with Al Snow, and now we got uh, Doug Basham. So uh, and also now uh, we got some new owners, so we got contracts now. So I got a contract with OVW, and uh, I'm the Kentucky State champion, man. So 
you know, we're just, like I said earlier, we're just trying to build up the brand uh, and build up the business, you know? Yeah. What's, what style, what's, what's your preferential style? Are you more of a brawler? Are you a technical guy? What's, what's your, what's your actual preferred way to go into a match? My style? Yeah. I mean, I like, I like doggy style, froggy mm-hmm. style. <laughs> how, about, uh, how about wheelbarrow? You, you a fan of the wheelbarrow? Or? Wheelbarrow. Yeah. You do the wheelbarrow, 69 missionary, you know? Okay, so that's that's what you do in wrestling matches, then, right? No, you know, I'm a, I'm a professional. You know, um, my, I say my style is more old school. Um, you know, ground and pound, get you down to the mat. I'm a bigger guy, so I don't really do a lot of high flying stuff, but uh-huh. more uh, brawling and technical stuff, and getting in my opponent's head, making them feel the lusciousness and the sexiness. Make them feel a little uncomfortable. Get them off their feet, you know. Yeah. At the same time, how do you like to end a match? uh, On top. You have a go-to move though, or you just fucking catch as catch can and get wrap it up. Well, my finishing move is the one night stand. So you know, you only get one night with the luscious one. You got to make it special. So I got the one night stand, the rub shaker that I do in the corner. A lot of uh, booty slapping and ass grabbing. You know, that's uh, that's my style right there. Yeah. All I right. Think, I think we've all seen all all seen enough things that are similar to that. We get a picture of, of who you are as a wrestler. Nah, uh, you gotta kind of see it in person to really see it, though, man. To really, really right, right. It. Well, so is there, is there a place where people outside the tri-state area can see some of your uh, in-ring work? Oh yeah, man. I'm all over the social media. I got the YouTube and the Instagram and Twitter. Um, I'm all you know. Just you can Google it, man. It's uh, it's all over. The Twitter is uh, at the luscious baby. Instagram is lush, uh, luscious underscore Lawrence. Like I said, I got the YouTube, Facebook. So, oh, and also, you know, you catch me all over uh, OVW TV as well. So, yeah, that's why I was going to say every Thursday night on Fight TV, I've watched uh, the last several months of it, and uh, you're all over that TV getting over like Rover Brother. And uh, speaking of which, oh, this man, uh, February 12th show is um, is going to actually air on Fight TV. Now, I'm not sure if it's going to air live or if we're going to if they are going to premiere it one air one hour after the show goes, you know, goes black or goes dark whatever, excuse me there, you know what I'm saying? Uh the uh, yeah, yes, but this will be on Fight TV also. So a lot of people around the country and around the world, you get a chance to see the luscious one on OVW every Thursday and this Saturday you'll get a chance to see him on Fight TV with FTC on Fight TV. And um, uh, we're looking forward to having this event on F- uh, on Fight TV and having you a part of his show, man. Oh, man, thank you guys so much. Like I said, it's going to be an awesome show. I think they got uh, they got Jordan Grace coming and Enzo for the show on Saturday. And then, uh, like you said, OBW every Thursday. This, this coming up Thursday is a, uh, kind of a special event, though. It's going to be called Tough Love in honor of uh, Valentine's Day and all the luscious lovers out there. So I'm actually putting uh, right putting my uh, Kentucky State, the KY Hold the Jelly title on the line <laughs> against Tony Gunn. So it's going to be the, the shotgun versus the love gun. And it's just going to be so much love in the air, you know. Right on, man. Right on. So it is the season. Well, brother, we're glad to have you on a program. Sorry for the delays, man. Um, that's just the way the internet works sometimes. I know what's up with that. I left you. the gym early to come get on you guys' show, and then you got the luscious one waiting around. You what's take that up, on, the guys? professor. Cut a promo on a professor if you want. Take that on the Scotty Too Hotty. Me and you, me and you's good, brother. <laughs> yeah, me and you are good, but you know the professor. 
I don't know about you, man. I'm Doctor Love, so you gotta you gotta come see me. We gotta study together. Get get this thing going here, man. What's going on? Oh, you know, it's um, look, I'm in California. This is like real America. You guys in flyover country. I give you time when I can, but you know, you know. Hey, I used to live in I used to live in L.A., man. I live right by uh, the tar pits over there on La Brea, so. Don't make me come back, man. I, I know all about the West Coast, but I got a lot of ladies out there, too. So all I got to do is make one phone call, man. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to get in line behind all the other wrestlers from the Tri-State area that want to kick my ass. Yeah. There's Everyone want to kick his ass so far, Luscious. Those Hollywood Everyone... guys, man. I know. I don't... Yeah, I know, man. Those Hollywood guys, they're a little fruit fruit in the booty. Man. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, so, okay, so that's February 12th. You got uh, Scotty Too Hotty. You got the uh, the match coming up of, after that. What's uh, how, how are you looking the first part of this year? Are you staying booked? Is everything kind of going back to normal for you? Yeah, I mean, I can't complain, man. I've been, uh, you know, I've been doing shows up at Wisconsin with Dave Hero. OVW, of course, is uh, blowing up. we got a lot of buzz around that. And uh, a lot of other shows, like you said, uh, coming up with uh, FTC and out in Tennessee. Some stuff maybe coming up in Texas and Florida. So, yeah, uh, you know, I'm just trying to get out there, man. This this is the year. I think uh, professional wrestling is booming right now. And it's just a good time to be in the business. So, well, you know, and, let, me, let me focus on that real quick. How long have you been wrestling? What's your, what's your time in so far? Uh, so this is my fifth year, my fifth year in. Yes, sir. All right. So that puts you back to 2017, which back then was before AEW opened, before uh, NWA started doing anything. So you've literally gone right. from the tail end of there was nothing going on but the WWE to everybody's watching indies and everything again. How 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 has that affected you, do you think? Like I said, man, it's awesome because, you know, I went from just being on a scholarship uh, with OBW to now, you know, where actually I have a contract with them. You know, it's not like life change or anything, but it is my first contract. And I'm very proud of that. And uh, I've done a lot of stuff uh, with impact and stuff coming up. So um, everybody's kind of, you know, they like they say, the forbidden door. People are moving around and, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm excited about it. There's a lot of different. Uh, places where you can go and make a career and have a and be a successful you know professional wrestler now. So I, I think that's just a wonderful thing for our industry. So I'm right. I'm glad about that. All right. Now before we wrap up with you, anything you want to say to Scotty Tuhati? Scotty Tuhati, you know I did a seminar at OVW and it was a really good seminar. But then like I said later on that that night we had the Nightmare Rumble and he actually eliminated me. You know, so I don't know what his deal is. I was a fan growing up, but, you know, that time has passed. It's my time now. I don't really like the fact that he, you know, he's leaving uh, WWE, coming into the industry, taking all our spots and opportunities. It's like, dude, you already had your time. It's the luscious air now. So this Saturday, we're going to see, you know, how good he really is. Bobby, anything right. to wrap up with before I cut him maybe send him back to NXT where he belongs. There you go. No, man, thanks for coming on the program. We appreciate it. I'm looking forward to seeing you this Saturday when you get to the building, my man. All right. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you, Bobby. I love you, man. I yes, read sir, your book brother, too, the love is strong right to you, man. Thank you. Okay, so on Saturday, February 12th at the Boyd County Community Center in Ashley, Kentucky. It's right off the I-64 Exchange. Um... 
not too hard to find. It's a big, big ass building, and we're looking to sell that bitch out. Let me tell you, I'm just there, going to be there, uh, hanging in the back, man, watching some of my students and and, and getting to uh, see and uh, uh, meet meet a couple new guys, probably, but get to see just like uh, some some people I haven't seen for the last couple years. Man, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, so the show is going to be on Fight TV. Um, again, I'm not sure if it's going to be live or delayed one hour after it uh, is finished. I'm not sure how that's going to work yet. That's not up to me. I have nothing to do with the promoter, uh, the booking, nothing like that. I'm just uh, there as, you know, trying to help train some of these young people. The pre-show, man, we got Nedrick making his debut against the always, always fucking very dangerous Shane Storm, one of my main guys I trained many years ago out there kicking ass from West Virginia. Uh, got Sarah Bubbles, and you heard who she's going against, and that is the show pony, Reese Ramon. She's a Ramon for fuck's sakes, man. You wait till you see this girl go. That should be a really good action-packed ladies wrestling match right there if you love professional wrestling put on by the ladies. Um, as you heard from Luscious Lawrence, uh, he is facing Scotty Duhati, who will have Rikishi in his corner. Um, that should be a big, big match, if you know what I mean. We've got a triple threat ladder match for the number one contender of the art of grappling title that means if one of these whoever wins this match will get a chance to fight brock's boulder in the future uh, to be the number one contender for the art of grappling title and that is one versus psych ward versus caleb throne that should be a really good ladder match i don't even want to watch it because these guys are all three dangerous um man it it <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised the stretchers aren't involved in that match because I don't even know what's going to happen. Next up is Dylan McQueen versus Victor Benjamin. We got Levi versus Matt Cross versus Enzo. Now, Levi, he was the Amish guy I was telling you about, man. He can let there and churns that battle, Jeremy. Um, he's got a good, good-ass gimmick, and you asked before if he's Amish. Uh, as far as I know, he is. Hell, I've never seen him driving or anything. I've seen him churning that butter. I know that. Uh, Matt Cross, we all know from NWA, man, that guy. Every match I've seen him have in FTC, he has torn the house down. And then Enzo is going to be on that on a triple threat match as well. Chance Prophet, who we've had on the show from Body Slammers, uh, he's going against Eric Redbeard. Uh, uh, Jordan Lynn versus Ray Lynn. Now, Ray Lynn is the FTC champion, if I'm not mistaken, for the females. This will be the first time we've had a female title match for quite some time, from my understanding. But uh, uh, if you follow any social media at all or uh, pro wrestling, uh, you'll know who uh, Jordan Lynn is is a big powerlifting girl, man. She's going to bring that power. Uh, I saw clips of her from WrestleCade this year, and she was in the ring in a triple threat match, kicking ass. So I'm really looking forward to seeing her perform live. Um, as you heard earlier, Brock's Boulder is the main event against Jock Sampson, the GOAT from the 740, and that is a last man standing match, and that should be one hell of a match, man, for your main event that night. And again, um, I'm just going to say it now, Jeremy, just so, we, so you know where I'm at. See you at the matches, wrestling fans. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. I got to apologize up front for the noisiness of the little cow dog and the spottiness of some of our connections. But, you know, I don't control the internet companies. What can I say? Uh, for the Latex Johnson, myself, Professor Jeremy Vilmer, and Arn Anderson's favorite enhancement talent. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>